Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Prep Talk Podcast, today hosted by Pete's Flips and Max Anthony Fiday. Today, we have a very special guest, Big Sai, um, active in the Twitter community. Um, really, we're meeting him for the first time, so this should be a great intro to, to him and make sure that everybody's you know following him on Twitter. Um, Big Sai, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Get right into it. All right, we're rolling into it. So, intro story. I think we're going to need that. Um, you know, I've, I've been kind of, you know, interacting with you on Twitter, good vibes, but why don't you just kind of share your backstory, how you got into, um, Amazon, the whole shtick. Okay. I'll try to try to make it as short as possible. Um, so in 2020 kind of started selling Jordans, uh, Yeezy, um, some hype stuff was making okay money, nothing like crazy. Um, I was still door dashing and then. I dropped out of college and I had to go get a job. So I started working at Home Depot um, while I was door dashing. But then at the same time, I started my Amazon business and I hated Home Depot so much that I was like, I need this Amazon thing to work. You know, I was I was selling like Nike socks for like a dollar profit. Like I wasn't making anything, you know, um, but I didn't understand. I started to learn. Yeah. Uh, so then eventually I got enough confidence buying shoes. Shoes is my niche. Um, so just love shoes in general, high ticket shoes is my go-to. So just made enough, um, sales where I was like, okay, I, I might be able to leave my job and then, you know, DoorDash and then do only do Amazon. And then eventually it was just Amazon. So I ended up doing that for my first two months that I started taking it serious. I did, what did I do? Oh, I did 10 K in sales the November and then the next month was December and I did 40 K and I was like, so glad I quit my job. Um, so that was when I started taking it serious. I made about 10 K that year out, out of those two months. So good, good little margins for starting. Um, and then the next full year I decided to do hundred percent RA because I didn't even know what OA really was. Um, so yeah, I did about 250,000 in sales without Keepa, Selleramp, a Recycler, um, <laughs> what else? I didn't have inventory labs. I didn't know what anything was. I didn't I didn't have a community. I didn't have anybody to talk to. I yeah. literally was scanning everything on the Amazon Seller Center app. If it was $20 profit or higher, and it was under 100K sales rank, I bought it. I yeah. Just, yeah. So it, risk it, tolerance it, is high. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> we're, we're just diving in. Yeah. Um, so we, we kind of exchanged some DMs. Would you want to tell the story about like the first product? I thought that was kind of fun. And then just okay. kind of some humble beginnings that we then, you know, launched, right? Yeah. So in 2018, um, my dad was buying fish filters for our, our fish tank. He's a big fish tank guy. We have like 190 gallon fish tank right now or something like huge. Uh, two turtles. Well, one turtle now, but a bunch of fish, you know, so pretty cool. And he's buying top thin fish filters from PetSmart for $17. And one day they were out of stock, so we had to look them up online. And they were going for $42 on Amazon. This is in 2018. And he was like, he presented it to me. He's like, listen, you need to figure out how you can get these from a wholesaler. Like he didn't know about online and retail arbitrage. He's like, you need to get these from a wholesaler, get pallets, and then you can sell them on Amazon. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna just go to PetSmart next time they're in stock and I'll get, get two of them. And I ended up buying two, I had like, probably $3,000 to my name. So it was like $32 uh, total. And that's a lot of money to me at the time. You know, I'm, I was still in high school and I put them in my room and they sat there for a very long time, uh, a very long time. And about two years later, uh, I was cleaning my room and there was dust all over them. I looked at them, like, okay, 
I need to, I need to sell these things. Um, <laughs> so I went and set up my Amazon account, took about a week to get approved. And then I started it. Then I posted them and I ended up getting sales and I was like, Oh my gosh, I made $7 profit off of these. Like I could make some bank. Um, but when they sold, I didn't understand you could buy shipping through Amazon. I didn't understand the whole shipping process. So I took them down to the UPS store with the address and everything. And they ended up charging me like $15 to ship them. So I didn't really know at the time, but at the time I'm young and I'm like, Oh, I made $7. And then my dad was like, hold on dollars <laughs> in shipping. You just lost $7. And I was like, okay, so maybe this isn't the best thing. Um, but I kind of was staying with it and I found a couple other filters that were like, making me a couple dollars profit and I got a little bit better with the shipping. Um, and I was just pumping those out. I, I think I did like 1500 in sales kind of just with fish filters to begin. Um, started doing like a little bit of books around the house and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I, the, the fish filters are what got me in the game. Yep. Yep. I was looking at, uh, I was looking through my, uh, seller board the other day and I found a couple of the first items I sold. So I sold a dog bowl that I found randomly and like a dog bingo game. So like I, it really can start with anything just to kind of yeah. get you started. Um, but awesome. Awesome. So, um, how did, how did, uh, 2023 go for you? Did you, did we like hit our goals? Like how did that go? So sales wise, um, I had expectations, but I ended up not hitting them and I started refining my processes better. So I think my margin, what did it go up by? I forget the percentage, but I think my margin went up by like 12%. Whoa. Damn. So I, I was really working on that. I was like, okay, I need to start making some smarter buys. You know, yeah. East Bay's not alive anymore. You know, Sam <laughs> popping off this, this year yep. too. So, um, you know, started making some better buys up to my margin, just about the same sales. And then next year we're going to try to keep the margin and pump the yep. sales up. So. Okay. Awesome. And so you're doing a lot of RA. And that's got to help with those margins quite a bit. Um, yeah. Any any like tips for someone that's starting RA or like how you would approach that? Uh, yeah, literally, I know it sucks. Nobody ever wants to work. Uh, this is a hustle at the end of the day. If you're doing RA, this is not the laptop lifestyle, but you need to literally scan everything in the store. Um, so whenever I first started doing RA, I was hitting every, every basic store, Marshalls, um, Nike, Adidas, all the outlet stuff. Um, and then I actually have a, a local store near my house and I was scanning through Nike shoes and stuff. And my employee at the time, he helps me do RA cause I just need help carrying all the bags. So he's in high school and I hire him hourly, but he was like the one day he was, we wanted to go to the gym and I was like, no, like, let's just spend five more minutes to keep scanning. Like we already had a cart full and I ended up scanning a product. Um, it's not that fire anymore, but it's a Nike lanyard. I'm just not gonna tell anybody where it's from because <laughs> only has them, but it's a Nike lanyard, a specific one. And I've been replenishing that for three, I think three years now. Um, so that made me like, I don't know, probably around 10K profit just in the last three years. It kind of died off this year because people yeah. started like fake listings for it, but mm. yeah, so. You, there's definitely uh, some scalability with RA, but if you want to scale, I do recommend getting an employee. It makes everything faster. Um, but yeah, hundred um, percent. So, is that your? Do you only have the one employee, or do you have any other help along with a, a kid in high school? Uh, so I have dabbled in VAs for, uh, especially this year. This year was huge to me because, for some reason, um, a lot of my RA stores just dried up. 
I don't know if I bought too much in December or something, <laughs> uh, but they were dry January through February. And I was like, okay, I need to do something. And I ended up hiring a couple of VAs, firing a lot, you know, since I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but now, yeah, we, we do have a couple of VAs uh, on the system for product research. So are you all all right? You don't do any OA? No, we, we, I dabble in OA. Um, we do run, I do run part of a leads list. Um, so we, that actually began this year. I don't even buy anything off there really anymore. Um, but it began this year as, uh, me and Casey or kickflips, we were sharing a VA. He DM'd me one day and was like, Hey, like you want to share a VA? Cause then it cuts the cost, but then we get to FaceTime every day and talk about our buying decisions. So, um, that was really cool and built a relationship, but that VA was so good that other people were like asking, um, and we just saw like supply and demand. And so, yeah, now I'm back out of the OA side. I'm really just RA. I, I do dabble in Sierra. Sierra does, does carry the boats. Um, yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah. I've, I've spent some time in the racks at Sierra for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's awesome that, um, you know, you kind of shared that VA cost, uh, Casey's a great dude. Um, so exciting that, uh, you were able to kind of start small, grow, grow community. It sounds like, which is awesome. Um, but I suppose in addition to that, was there anything else that kind of like set you apart or like changed the game rather than just like you're collaborating with kickflips, you're sharing the VA, anything else that really changed the game for you? Oh, a repricer. (laughs) (laughs) I used to, so since I do RA, I have, you know, I'll buy a 10 and a half, a 10, a nine, a nine and a half. So I'll, I'll have five different SKUs, but they're all the same shoe. Um, so there was at some points I have like 600, 700 active listings. And I used to wake up whenever I started without a repricer and reprice every single one in the morning. Oh. Um, so it would take me like two hours. So that wow. by itself saved me so much time, made me more money, you know, um, that was probably the biggest headache. I literally used to wake up worried and then I would start repricing. It was like, oh, I would so do it all on my phone. I was, it was crazy. Spe- speaking to that, so, um, you know, we've talked to a few people that do some RA and stuff like that. Do you have like relationships with these store managers or are you just kind of going in cold and getting like, you know, a unit here, unit here, three here, five here, or are you buying any, are any of your purchases like a hundred plus units or are you kind of just still cherry picking around and kind of going wide rather than going deep. Yeah. So my general rule of thumb with anything, um, since shoes, well, not with anything, but since shoes have a lot of variations, sometimes it can be hard to read the keeper charts and see how fast they're selling. So I still do go very wide. Um, cause you also return your money faster. If I bought 10 size, 10 and a half, but I could split that up between three different sizes, you know, right. you guys know, um, going, instead of going deep, I like to go wide, especially with high ticket stuff. Um, but yeah, I do have some relationships with some managers, not at Nike. Um, for some reason, the one that's like an hour and a half for me literally hate my guts. Like as soon as I walk in, they're literally like, he's here. Like they just, you know, they're always on like the walk. Um, but funny story from that store, one of my close friends now was at the Nike outlet and I ended up training him and teaching him how to do Amazon. I was helping him and he ended up quitting at the Nike outlet. So that was pretty cool. But That's yeah, awesome. some of the stores, uh, I am pretty tight with some of the managers where I can get maybe some exclusive discounts or, uh, you know, there you go. say too much, but some friends. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> uh, don't want to get anybody in corporation in trouble. So no. 
No. Um, so you, you mentioned that you like trained the employee at the, you know, the store. Do you feel like that like helped you a lot growing yourself? hundred percent, hundred percent. So this, the thing, the way that I think about it was when I was in high school, I used to have girls help me with my homework and I swear their grades got better when they were helping me. Um, it's the same thing. So I was helping him. And at the same time, he was popping off questions I never thought of. And then I'm going to my resources trying to learn, you know, or I'm yeah. like, oh, I of that, like, you know, so just, it's the little things that you skip over. Um, especially when I started, I didn't have anybody. Like, I didn't know anybody in the game. Nobody was doing this. Um, so all I had was Warner's and Miles videos here and there. Yep, yep, 100%. I mean, like, just in our day-to-day, -day, like, Max and I will throw things off each other, and, like, he'll, you know, we'll just exchange ideas, and through that, you just you naturally kind of come to a better outcome. It, it's, it's insane how it works. Um, but if you're doing it alone, it's it's gonna be brutal. Like it's just gonna be miserable. There's no coincidence that everybody pops off when they start talking to other people. Yeah, it's more fun, and you do knowledge, like you said, just compounds. You know, you're talking to seven people; they're all improving. You're all improving together. You just multiply it by seven, really. So yeah. Well, and then it, it translates into like other areas of life. You know, last year gym was not a priority for me. This year we are just going nuts. Like we are. This is there is no time to waste. Um, and feel better, you know, everything's better. So, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron, I would say, 100%. Um, so do you want to dive in a little bit, you know, you, into your background, like maybe away from Amazon a little bit? You seem like a pretty competitive guy. I have a feeling there might be some athletics in the background. You want to touch a little bit on that? Yeah, uh, well, didn't really get anywhere with athletics, but I played about every sport. Um, I think I ended my senior year, I decided to do football, but I was a lot skinnier. I wasn't lifting at the time. So, you know, I was on D-line getting picked up and slammed. Um, so didn't make it far in football, uh, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, played basketball. Um, didn't fully start on the team till my senior year, but I averaged 14, 10, 4, and 2. Um, so pretty decent uh, yeah uh and then i also played soccer and i think i was the third highest scorer on the team so but the funny thing about soccer is i was actually on defense and i had the third most goals but every single corner kick i used to run because i i can jump higher than everybody and i'm tall and I used oh, to okay. over and and get headers all the time so gotcha that was that was a lot of fun but yeah didn't get it anywhere after that Okay, well, fair enough. I mean, but do you like what sort of lessons do you feel like that helped like translate into building your own business? Yeah, hundred percent. I feel like it's it's really kind of breaks down like a like shooting a basketball. Um, I just seen your video the other day. Uh, you splashing the threes, so yeah. it's it's right. really traps. Like you're gonna miss, but the more you shoot, the better you get. The more you make. You know, Steph Curry didn't get there and just wake up one day and be blessed. You know, he's out there firing shots every single day. If you're sourcing eight hours a day for a whole month and you're telling me you can't find anything, okay, you must be shooting on the wrong, like, basket or something. I don't know what you're doing, you know. Yeah, you're, you're at the carnival games on that one. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the... Shots fired at the newbies, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing that. <laughs> we were coming up dry in the beginning. But, I mean, I think that that's something that, you know, a beginner can take away is that, like, this does not happen overnight. You have to put in the reps, and then over time, everything can compound and then you know your your effort just really scales from there uh, you're not missing on all of these little details you know what to look for 
Oh, we got a we got a, a guest appearance. Um, <laughs> I, I gotta hold on to him. He whines when my uh, when my parents leave. <laughs> um, but so we're looking to increase margin. We're looking to probably scale a little bit. Um, what sort of things are you doing differently for next year? Um, what do the goals look like? That sort of thing. For next year, you mean like finishing? Oh, I guess year? it's this year. Yeah, twenty twenty four. We're here. New year. Um, we're together now. Increasing margins, I would say spend more time on the keeper charts. So spend more time. Um, and the biggest one for me is actually selling brands that nobody talks about. Like that is, to me, that is huge. Like there is, some of these listings I'm getting on have two sellers. And I'm like, how is this possible? You know, just look, everybody's like, oh, Nike, Adidas. I preach it too. I sell it as well. But, you know, there's... There's a lot of missed opportunity because people just want to stay comfortable. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. How far are you willing to travel for your RA? Because I know if you're doing mostly RA, you might be kind of limited to like stores in your area. So like, what's like the radius that you typically travel to uh, get? Is three hours, I think. Okay. For one store. I mean, I hit two on the way, but the farthest was three. And then from three hours, I drove home. Um, the far, the longest I've been out is from like, well, that was for buyout. Um, as long as I've been out is probably almost 11 hours. So like, doors. um, but no, yeah. So I live in Pennsylvania and I actually went, I live on like the, the South part, uh, kind of near Pittsburgh. And I went straight up to the top of Pennsylvania and then zigzagged down in and out of Ohio just like ripping stores. Yeah. So, and then that's always fun because then the product sits there and I'm like, all right, we need to, I tell my employee all the time. I'm like, all right, you got to stay over and we, we actually have to pack all this up right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. The reward. <laughs> yeah. So he never loves that. And I always have to entice him with more money. Yeah. Um, so are you, what, what would you say your split is FBA versus FBM? So actually during December, I'm probably because November, I like stop buying FBA or stop shipping FBA. So December, I'm almost, I don't know, 80% FBM. Like I, like literally the whole, whole space was full. Um, I'm probably gonna, I might be looking to get a warehouse next year, like a, just rent one for a couple months during December. But other than that, I hate FBM because of December. So yeah. right now I'm still working on getting some other stuff out, but I'm going all FBA um, yeah. in December. So you guys, you guys know the headache, uh, FBM yeah. horrendous. It's, I mean, it's certainly a grind, um, but to, to be able to turn on capital like that is hard to pass up. Like, I don't have to worry about the logistics. I don't need to worry about a lot of things that you have to worry about in the FBA side. Um, did you learn anything this year, FBM, that you would adjust for next year if you dabble in the space uh, next December? Yes. So be more organized. Okay. Yeah. And for December, probably go deeper on some SKUs. Cause if you're ever packing, like packing up, get 20 sales on Nike socks, it's easy to pack, but all my SKUs are totally different and they're all piled up. And it's like, you know, I have red hats, blue hats, you know, and it's just, I have to retype in the weight, the size. So that becomes very uh, taxing and taking a lot of time. So maybe go deeper on some things next year uh, yeah. during December. So, are you, using, 
Go ahead. Are you using a third-party shipper, or are you going all through Amazon? I basically go all through Amazon. Um, yeah. Sometimes I go through pirate ship, but I, I stick to Amazon. That's I'm crazy. A, I'm a big Viku guy now. I like that tool a lot. I'm, I'm like, I'm the ultimate scheme, dude. I try to send as little as possible through Amazon. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, I have zero day handling time on, and I print labels and stack packages and send them twice a week. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. Oh. Yeah, have you looked at like Shippo or anything? Because Shippo changed my life. Actually, quick, I just want to give a quick gem for the audience. Um, like, you know, like if you get a return, it's really difficult sometimes to find that order if they don't give you the proper slip and all that crap. But if they have the return name, you know, it's tough to find the name. If you sign up with Shippo and just link your account, you can just search by name and all of your orders will come up. And you can actually really detailed search through every single order. So I recommend to everyone starting out, even if you don't use it, just get it because combing through orders is so much easier and more efficient on a third-party platform like that than Amazon. Because Amazon's like, oh, past seven days, past thirty, past ninety. It's just like it's just annoying, and it's like you can't search stuff. So on Shipple, you can really get detail. You can search the last name, first name, middle name, pet name. There's zodiac sign. It's all there. So. <laughs> well, and then Max, how, how many months had I been talking about Shippo before you listened? Uh, you told me in. August. August, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we got on board in like November. I got on board in like November 28th when things started to turn up a little bit. I was like, okay, dude, there's no way I'm going to be doing a couple hundred orders a day manually typing these in. This is how disgusting of a barn animal I was. <laughs> I was going first name, copy, paste. Last name, copy, paste. Street address, copy, paste. Zip code, copy, paste, into pirate ship. I was so stupid. I didn't even know you could actually just copy and paste the whole thing into pirate ship, which is crazy. And then you really level up and use Shippo, and it's just all of it, everything's integrated. And, yeah. I've been know. using Shippo for, like, three years. I probably dropped it, dropped it in one of our, uh, our group chats well before August. No, 100%. Yeah, I just didn't listen. You just didn't listen. No, no. Uh, I'm going to listen to the OGs. I'm going I'm to I'm start looking into Shippo. I'm, oh. I'm, I mean, I didn't expect this, but I, I'm going to pump out a link t tomorrow and we're, we're going to put the community on. Viku is a good option too. We should be using all of our resources. Continue to use Pirate Ship for your pickups. You're, you're not going to be a barn animal like Max and go to the USPS. That is an absolute oh. travesty. I saw in your Twitter bio that you have, well, two things. One, you have model. How is that experience? Do you, do you actually model or do you just put that in there? <laughs> that joke and now that you're saying it i forgot to take it out um but if anybody's hiring you know, Hit him up. Hit you him know. Up. so you that was the dream when i was a kid was to be a male model okay all right i mean kickflips went a totally different route we respect his route but catfishing you know we, i mean not necessarily something that we do here on the prep talk podcast i'll take it out and i'll lose like 50 followers <laughs> oh yeah yeah you're fickle um and then i had a second question you said entrepreneur for life so when I read that, I was like, oh, that's interesting, right? So what does what does that mean for you? And how long do you think into the future? Are you someone that kind of is like, hey, I'm just trying to collect money right now, and then I'll figure it out next year? Are you someone who thinks about, in my 20s, I want to do this. In my 30s, I want to do this. And then I'll kind of figure it out. Are you someone who thinks about your 40s, 50s, 60s? And then are you someone that has ever thought about like legacy and possibly when you're gone, what you want to leave here? Um, how far ahead do you think? And just kind of what, what does that mean to you? So legacy, there's a couple options. Um, 
there's there's a ton of things I would love to do in life, but business, I don't know where this is going to take me, but I do know I'm not working for anybody else. So business is always going to be my number one priority or 1099. Um, so just anything that I can do by myself and run it by myself, I would love doing or with partners. Um, but yeah, I just hate getting bossed around when I was at Home Depot and I was the delivery guy and the manager's yelling at me to go clean up garden. I like, you know, the next two weeks I put in my notice. I was like, oh, you got me there. Uh, I don't want to get chirped at. I, I love waking up whenever I want, you know. Sometimes I'm grinding literally till eight o'clock in the morning, packing FBM orders during December, and I, I want to sleep until like five the next day. You know, that's that's normal. Um, so yeah, that's low key free, but it also makes me a little lazy. So I do need to start grinding a little bit harder here and there, um, especially when it comes to the gym during uh, December. I, uh, no, gym, it's tough. you know, yeah. it's hard. It's yeah. tough. I, yeah, you gotta. <laughs> Yeah, sleep schedule is brutal at that time. Like, I, I kind of, I had a rough December. I'll be honest. <laughs> Pete whittled away, withered away. He was like, uh, he was looking like a ghost during his uh, trench days. So we don't want to work. Did you go to college? Dropped out. So I did about a year. Um, I actually think I ended up failing. So I did one semester and I barely passed. And I think I ended up failing the second semester because I was actually going to, uh, just the community college and then the goal because the only thing i knew at the time was basketball so the goal was from there to i don't know send my film to like a juco or something and then maybe try to get in but i wasn't even good enough so it never worked out and covid canceled the season so i couldn't even play so Mm -hmm. i was like i hate college i'm out um so yeah you can dunk right here and there yeah okay that's a yes I'll show it during uh, our next, you know, whenever the FBA tournament is, I'll show well, it. Yeah, I know. We, we big side. Appreciate you coming on. Um, yes, was sir. it was a fun pod. Anything you want to leave the folks with before we wrap? I mean, you know, just do my shout outs. Shout out God first. Uh, shout out my mama. She back in the day, she was helping me pack FBM and FBA orders. So shout out I her for that. sure. Then shout out dad. You know, parents were believing, and then shout out the family. Oh, and Casey and Professor. That's it. Everybody else, I love you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Well, thanks for coming on to the audience. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.